Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive NFL Week 1, mostly the books, and it's been a crazy one. We've had a very fun time in Vegas. Huge thanks on you know, in, on behalf of our host, BetSperts, who uh, put together a great weekend again. NFL Week 1 here with these guys has been super fun every time we've gotten to do it. So I uh, cannot thank them enough. We also got to meet a bunch of the great people at Circa. We're both into the Millions contest. And 3-2 and two for me today. How'd you do, Eddie? I am one and one so far. One and one. Okay. Wow. I'd have, have to go grab my slip. Okay. Yeah. If anybody else, if somebody goes 5 and 0 oh in any contest this week, do send it our way so I can give you a virtual high five. Uh, we did a little clip of what we thought of kind of some of the early games, but there's plenty of takeaways from the late games too, I think. Oh, obviously. For sure. Like, you know, we, we do this every year. It is weird seeing it's like a, this isn't a split, like this white thing. We were going to do like a joke where we did split screen and then get over to each other. But no, it was a it was a fun like just overall weekend. Yeah, like, I'm getting my I'm getting my ass handed to me in the totals, uh, but the sides are going relatively well at least today. Assuming that uh, nothing insane happens here at the end of this Browns game, but who knows? Um, yeah, it's been a very fun weekend overall. I think in the same way that we learned a lot about Dallas and Tampa in the Week One opener, I. Think Feel like because we had some very clear point of view on a lot of these teams and we got to see them play we can crystallize our opinion on some things um hopefully we can provide the right context not to overreact to some other things but uh it ultimately is going to be uh ooh, nice pass uh, ultimately it's going to be a, a long season and uh, i like the way things are trending for some of our macro point of view on stuff would you agree with that yeah uh, some things that we definitely agreed on happened and a lot of the games <clears throat> where we said there's like, here's something we really have to watch for. We really have to learn, you know, what's going on with this team, what's going on with this quarterback, what's going on with this coaching staff, this offensive style. Some of those big ones we, we really hit on were, what will we see from the Seattle offense? You know, what will we see from the Atlanta offense? Kind of opposite, uh, opposite points there as far as that goes. Will we see the Chargers take a step back on offense, especially the quarterback, because they start off against – a really good defense. Yeah. Are you going to see, you know, some problems right off the bat from some teams we like? Oh, Baker, Baker threw picks. a pick. Um, God damn it. The six, the six should be fine. How many times they go one time out? Yeah, yeah that's the end of the game. So six covered. Um, six, six is good. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of action this week. Um, the Jets were just never that. That over was dead from the get go. Got a nice number. That felt good, but that over was dead. My Denver under was honestly, even though it got close. Pretty easy well, when it came down to it, and then a little uh, bit of a sweat. Browns plus six that first half. How they looked? Maybe best case scenario for me because I am very Browns pro Browns. I they covered for me. They won me money. Um, somebody texted me to have me bet on uh, the Chiefs, and I missed it. And then the Browns scored. There. So I'm like, hey, do you still want that? And like, okay, thanks for good. So every everything's working out in this game, and. I wanted futures on the Browns, remember? Yes. But I wanted – I'm like, what if they cover and lose? I'd be like, okay, and then we can take some futures on the sure. Browns. Sure, 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 sure. Excited to see the readjustment on that. Uh, here's a good one from the chat. 
Urban Meyer is in over his head. That is correct. probably correct. Yeah, we both uh, we were at we had we had uh, Reuben sandwiches today yeah. early, and we're reading the news, and across the wire comes the story about how Urban has been losing his temper in practice with personnel and with uh, you know some of the other coaches. That's not good. Uh, nothing about his body language on the side of the field was positive at all. Uh, they're in a little bit of, they're in a spot of bother. I'm going to say urban is in a spot of bother and his first coach fired price. Andy, you want to guess what it was this morning at about 9am before the game started. We were sitting at Saginaw's there at Surakai. I'm some breakfast brisket as one does. One does. Well, they're like the, the wait for eggs were like a half hour. Yeah, like, if right. you order lunch, we can get it to you like that. All right. Ruben's for breakfast, whatever. It was 50 to one for first coach fired. And I'm, I, I read the rules as much as I could find. I'm assuming it's first coach that leaves his Like you can catch this on a, a coast, a coach being kidnapped and taken somewhere. And we never find him like anything as long as he is not coaching anymore. So I think urban just urban going full uh, Petrino on this. Not out of the question. Not out of the not question. Out of the question. He might know he's in over his head. He might be done with it. Uh, so that was uh, fun. Other that was fun. Reeves Chiefs pick game over. Yep, it was a good start. So good, good showing by the Browns offense. Some turnovers, a little Brumbatic, and boy, you if you don't slam the door on the Chiefs, yeah, they're going to do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and honestly, the Browns played so much better for so much of the game, and it didn't matter ultimately. It's kind of the same way about like Dallas and. Tampa. I mean, yeah, the Dallas and Tampa game. Like Dallas was in that and playing so hard and caught all those breaks, turnovers, penalties. Didn't matter. Tampa still found a way to win. That's what good teams do. Uh, but got the cover for the Browns, so that's cool. That's where most of my action was. Although I was really for all my action, and I sold down to a six. Yeah, especially after the Bills' loss, I feel like a Browns win really would have helped start to shape that futures market in a positive way for us who hold Brown's futures. But that's okay because another future came home for me today. It was Daniel oh, Medvedev. Are we, we going to talk tennis again? I don't really give a fuck about <laughs> any of the NFL results. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be totally candid. I'll be insufferable for the last hour. I will be totally candid with you. I will be totally candid with you. I cannot get too worked up about anything that happened in football today. Although I watched every minute of every game. Yeah. Practically, so. And again, Let's, again, shout out Circa. Like that was yeah. a decent setup. Even from one of the blackjack tables where I spent a little time because I got tired of standing for one spot. Very good experience. We had a lot of fun. We watched the night game here at the house. Yep. Excited about that. I do have a couple you know, small teasers tied to the the Rams. I need them to get home. At least I got it early. Some of these numbers are getting a little wild. Like anybody who got the late number on the Lions, congrats. Yeah. Uh, there, there, was some, there was some really big sweats on that as far as the Vikings. Oh, let's just go yeah, down. Run, all right. Run, run, run. Let's run. go down uh, the order here and I'll, we'll, we'll like kind of alternate okay. comments. So I'll okay. go first. Pittsburgh, Buffalo. What, what did we learn in that game? Uh, we learned that Pittsburgh's defense just is. Ask yourself a question. Well, I'm, I'm just. I'm just <laughs> What did we learn? We learned uh, Roethlisberger is still on the borderline of being washed. Yeah. And the later we get into the season, the more problematic that's going to be for the Steelers. There was a little bit of wind in the first half of that game, and the Steelers' offense was absolutely useless. They settled down in the second half, had a nice uh, – you know, they, yeah, they have amazing weapons to work with. And so as soon as Roethlisberger settled down and the offensive line started playing a little bit better, all of a sudden the Steelers were – you know, we're in that. And then they caught some breaks. You know, they did a great special teams. It's a well-coached team. Uh, and I, I did not hold that. I 
against the Bills so much as I just give the hat tip to the Steelers for coming out and giving you a full heart performance. Yeah, that was a no doubt cover any which way. A lot of people tease. Busted all the teasers. A lot of people tease Buffalo down to Busted a pick, which I, I, I hate that in general. Just just playing for the points or fucking sell out. That, that was my biggest stress on the uh, Chiefs game is because I sold most of my action down to six. But, yeah, Pittsburgh, we said this. We said still has a good roster, still has a great head coach, good coaching staff, good receivers, great defense. Quarterback, we'll see. But uh, a good enough roster got yeah. done on the road. Yeah, it was – uh, Buffalo's offense, little, little disappointing, even against a good defense. And uh, yeah, ten. Toronto, the Blue Jays outscored them today, so not great when you put up sixteen. Uh, Jets, Carolina, we we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. It's kind of ugly, bad, very, bad, ugly. very ugly, especially um, yeah, uh, under under good. under pressure quite a bit from a front we weren't expecting to get a massive amount of pressure on people this year, I guess, but uh, you know, mistakes on both sides. It's just an almost unwatchable game at points, especially when you have an over in this one. Like, dead right away. The Jets just really didn't show up on offense. And, yeah, like I said, I didn't end up watching a ton of this. Once once I got to the point where the over was dead, I'm like, I'm going to revisit this later. I'll just take a look at this at a different time. Yeah, we heard a lot of stories in preseason from reporters saying that the pass protection for the Jets was an absolute Achilles heel. It manifests in the first half. Uh, Zach Wilson was never comfortable in the pocket. It didn't look like any of the third downs in the first half were realistically uh, convertible for him. Uh, so that's going to be a problem. And they lose Mekhi Becton likely for the season, which is, um, I don't know that for sure. I'm assuming it was an ACL, but I couldn't yeah. tell. Um, and that's the problem because the rest of that offensive line kind of stinks. And even Becton wasn't playing that great. Yeah. The replacement level players we saw in the preseason were awful. So the idea that the Jets are going to be able to manifest anything close to an offense against a team that can rush the passer, I am, I'm not there at all. And, in fact, they play the Patriots next week who can rush the passer. So, um, and, and, yeah, that, another one where people that, people that took the points got the five and a half, that where it bounced up to five and a half, congrats. But it came yeah. back down and you took the Jets, you chased the Steve, you lost. And it was on a two-point conversion. That was a very right. tight one against the spread. That's right. Jacksonville, Houston. I think we said this numerous times. There's no reason to get involved in this game. Yeah. From two teams who really don't know the depths of how bad they might be. Yeah. And there's a lot of points. Like this, uh, that's something I'm going to dig into. Like how fluky was that? Or am I looking at some over teams just based on their defense and the kind of game scripts they're going to get into? But uh, Trevor didn't impress with his decision making today. And Really, like a lot of the Houston stuff, it wasn't. I didn't have a lot of takeaways where I was like, "Oh, maybe Houston's better than I thought." So yeah, yeah, a lot of the takeaway was maybe Jacksonville's a lot worse than I thought. And like we said, we we have some Urban Meyer first coach fired in our pocket. He's like the fifteenth favorite. I'm not saying this is a good bet, but at fifty to one, and you know, barely awake this morning, I felt like it was a decent way to look at it. Yes, um, Jacksonville. Likely better than Houston over the balance of this season. I think that's where we'll land. But uh, on this day, the fact that you had a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, laying three points on the road, even to a team that might be the worst we've had in a long time, uh, never made sense to me. And so this felt like the fair result. I thought Trevor Lawrence looked lost. I thought the game was going way too fast for him for lots of this. And if that's happening to you against the Texans defense, then that's a problem. Uh, I really don't know how or what uh, Urban Meyer does to kind of wrestle control of the situation down there, given everything we're hearing, assuming that it's true. 
so yeah, that looks like it could unwind quickly, even though the beginning part of their schedule is kind of soft. You want to guess who they host next? They have their home opener. They host the, is it the Titans? Denver Broncos. Oh, Broncos, yes. Denver Broncos. Who we'll get to. Arizona, Tennessee, I tweeted about. Um, I want your take on Kyler because I have my take. I, I looked at Drew. We were like, oh, I, I said to him at the sports party, I looked at him like, we're like an hour into the NFL season. I'm so bought in on Kyler Murray right now. Like, <laughs> he looked he like looked he good. did before the injury. He was playing he was video game like good. Pre-injury last year. And obviously RIP to the over in that one. They didn't score in the last 18 minutes. Yeah. After putting up 51 in the first 42, so a, cl- a classic Rough. Cardinals, a classic Cardinals yeah. game that was a dead nut over that somehow manages to land under the number. That is like a weird mo with that team. But I guess I was pleasantly surprised by the Arizona defense. Um, we expected that Art Smith was departure from Tennessee was going to impact that team's efficiency overall, and while there was some of that. They just played like like dog shit for a lot of the game. There was massive mistakes. They're at home. Uh, your offense shouldn't be putting up 13 points against the Cardinals if you're Tennessee. But the uh, you know it felt like all of the momentum was on the side of the Cardinals defense there. So credit to them. Vance Joseph, he was having the time. He was having that. It's this right here. Yeah. We're looking at a, a chart here. Some of the stuff they did up front. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, we were always happy with what they already had at defensive end. J.J. Watt didn't move the needle big, but yeah. we said, like, veteran leadership out there with two really young linebackers, hybrid guys, yeah. really, but, like, Collins and Simmons from last year, a couple of high picks. Yeah. If you throw enough money at a problem, it usually goes away. Ask any politician. And in this case, the money was draft capital. They spent two high ones on some good, young, fast, athletic linebackers, and then you bring in J.J. Watt to kind of – Help them along. Yeah, maybe this defense is good. And if this defense is good, this division is a effing nightmare. Yeah. My God, yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you have four good – because you can have four pretty And the opposite teams. is true of the AFC South and the Titans. Yeah. The AFC South might be the worst division in the NFL this year, and it might be a, by a meaningful margin. Uh, the fact that the Houston Texans at 1-0 because they happen to beat the Jaguars lead the division at this point is hysterical. Yeah. Um, the uh, – Last thought to close to answer your question about Kyler Murray in the MVP race. Kyler Murray was slick. He was he, he operates on the ground in such a smooth and um, natural way. It is awesome to watch. It's exciting to watch. Um, but I my prediction is there will be eight games this season where you come out of it, eight Titans games this season where you come out of it thinking, is that quarterback in the MVP conversation? Yeah, because the Titans' defense was absolutely atrocious. We, we did say that, like, I said I'm so bought in, and then I'm like, man, if they can play the Titans secondary every week, he's got the MVP. He's got the MVP. Uh, Chargers, Washington. The L.A. Chargers had a very tough task today. They had to go across the country and play early and play against a very, very aggressive and physical and uh, talented defense. They did great. They did great. They obviously they were the beneficiaries of a little bit of a fluky fumble by Antonio Gibson inside their uh, 10 yard line that got them the game winning points. Um, but overall, considering the test that they had at hand and how difficult the, uh, the Washington defense is to prepare for, I thought Herbert and company looked fine uh, and they got a hard fought win. This, the Chargers team is going to be in a lot of games all season long. Um, interesting that the market moved hard against them 
before this one. We haven't really talked about the market, but oh yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll spin through these quick, and then we'll get to the game. There was some uh, there was some aggressive action this morning on Arizona. That was correct. There was some aggressive action on Washington. That was wrong. Um, Chargers were legit, and now they go home and host the uh, Cowboys, which is a total without looking that probably ought to be in the sixties. We yeah, uh, we we talked about this a little. Um, but just amongst ourselves, like the, the Washington team, you know, that Washington team, it was right. It was just misplaced. That should have been understood. I guess we didn't mention it. Should, it should have been understood. Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't finish the game, but Heineke performed at a, performed at a very Fitzpatrick in key and level. So I don't want to hang much of this loss on Washington on the. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Um, I don't want to hang much of the loss on. Uh, the absence of the quarterback. I thought it was a team loss for the Washington football team. Fair result, ultimately. I have their season win total on here. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's, so. let's go. Let's go. Um, that was a big one for that. That really, that really was a big one. Yeah. That Philly, Atlanta, another one I kind of quit watching just after the blunders from Atlanta. Biggest take, well, I'll keep this one short. The Philly offense is everything we hoped it would be last year when we were just pounding to get him in instead of wins. Finally, we got it, and then the end of the season was weird. Anyway, we had rookie of the year tickets. In yeah, pocket. Um, I I liked how it looked. I did again. I didn't catch a ton of the second half of this one. I was focused in on other games and go back and look at uh, what what our young quarterback did. And yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty jacked about this team to maybe push Dallas a little, and then also the Dallas matchups with them. I don't think their defense is that good. No, I think we might get some under underwhelming totals in those as well. Okay, my my major two takeaways. I went on the Atlanta side, we yep. were we were bullish about Art Smith coach of the year preseason. I think that's a dead ticket. Yep. I don't I think the Falcons are fighting their way out of fourth at this point the way I look at this team and roster having seen them play one game against Philadelphia. Yeah, and you know what? It is a reaction week. Nick Sirianni probably is in the discussion for coach of the year. Like he like because this is this that's is that's how we said to bet it. We're like, this you're is, gonna bet it, bet Sirianni or the division. This is my this is my read on Philadelphia. Uh, they are a team that can that is set up perfectly to protect a lead. Perfect. Their their strength is their uh, you know their strength is their trenches. Um, they you know the in this Atlanta game, Atlanta was moving the ball on, on Philly with ease in the first quarter through the air. Because Philly's secondary was questionable, yep. and they got into the red zone twice. Some of the Art Smith hopefulness was he was so good in the red zone. These guys are going to score touchdowns, not field goals. Well, in two red zone trips in the first two quarters, it was field goal, field goal, and at that point, Philly had some confidence on offense, knew where they wanted to attack Atlanta, was holding up the pocket, was holding up well, except on designed runs. And what well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to be great, but they're going to win games because they're set up to protect a lead. So any game that they're playing against a dog shit team, which is a lot of their schedule. Yeah, that's true. And if they can get out to a lead at halftime, that is a perfect, like, like, like today's scenario in hindsight was the perfect spot to back Philly second half, because as soon as they have a lead, they can cut their pass rush, their defensive line loose. They pin their ears back. They go after the quarterback aggressively. And then Jalen Hurts is just magical at converting those short third downs with his legs slash, you know, you know his his ball is a little bit uninspiring. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I but, don't feel as strongly about any of the Philly takeaways, just how I feel about Atlanta right now. I'm hopeful with you. Sure. 
But uh, I'm, I'm going to need a little more time on that to, to buy in, I think. I, yeah. I might be with Ants. Uh, Seattle Indy, we kind of mentioned that. Like, we had, we, had, we had high hopes for Seattle's offense. And I don't know if we even really saw the best of it yet. The Wentz thing is rough. They're, they're going to have some issues. I'm I'm really out on that guy. I did, Again, I didn't watch a lot of the second half. This is another one I get to get deeper in because I wasn't really involved. But uh, Seattle at the number, it got bet out a little. That was the right side. Every which way from loose. Uh, the total probably was looking like it should have got there. I think the second half total was quite a bit higher, like the, the actual finishing score than the pregame, but pretty light, ugly second half. So I wonder what the Seattle offense looks like if it's in a little bit more of a game. Yep. But obviously, same thing as Philly. Like They are a team who can salt away a lead, as, as we witnessed. So I'm fine with that. As far as a team that I'm willing to back in this division, I don't know who I like more, the Niners or the – the Seahawks, the whole division, I kind of been in love with. Yeah, yeah. NFC West, NFC West is amazing. The AFC South is atrocious. NFC East is better than I thought, and um, AFC East is a little worse than I thought. I AFC East being worse than I thought yeah. is uh, kind of surprising, but I'm gonna have yeah. to agree with you there. Yeah. The game that should have been a tie, Minnesota Cincy. That was kind of fun to watch the Minnesota Kickers do what they did, but uh, the uh, I sweated an under. 48 and a half. I thought you were going to get it with a tie. I thought I was going to get it with a tie. But that kick, and the kickers, the game-winning kick had a little bit of a duck, you know, a little bit game, of a hook in it. Week one ties in Vegas have been, it's uh, been a thing. It's been a thing for you. Big takeaway from there that the, the Minnesota defense isn't there. Hey, it's not like the improvement. They it, found their kicker, though. They found their kicker. That is actually massive. Like, people at home will be talking about that. Like, oh, we got a kicker, guys. If we're in a game, let it lay it. Like, Burl's good. Chase is good. They have good weapons. Minnesota secondary is going to have a lot. Like there were again, I mentioned this. Somebody said the Minnesota defense is going to be a lot better because they have fans in the stands now, which obviously didn't matter this week. We'll see, you know, when they get home. But it's it is going to take a little bit more to just get this defense to bounce back than Zimmer and a couple names. There's so many holes, yeah. and the the offense was just okay. Obviously, they lost Irv Smith, and that sucked. But you know, Jefferson Thielen looked good. Cook looks good. They just can need to do a little more, probably on both sides of the ball. This wasn't a big test, even though it was a road game. Not looking good, Minnesota. Yeah, the under 48 was a sweat. I feel like it was a bad beat that that went over personally. The fact that both kickers made 53-yard field goals in the second half was bullshit. The fact that they had as much red zone efficiency as they had was fluky. And uh, really, um, Zach Taylor made some strange decisions all game. One of them going for it on fourth and one-ish in his deep in his own territory that gave the ball to Minnesota to even get them, even to give them a sniff of a hope to get back into the game was kind of insane. And uh, I thought, yeah, Zach Taylor just doesn't have an identity still, except he doesn't have a good vision for how to run, make calls in game. And uh, they have a shitload of really good weapons. Uh, yeah, they have a ship. Their weapons are excellent. If they're going up against a team that is not great in the secondary, they're going to score points. You know, because Burrow can absolutely read and dissect the defense. He's impressive. Um, no rust at all from him, really, yeah. I didn't think. Uh, I, off, you know, first first half, I was both, a little, Both a little teams low. had bad offensive lines still, though. Yeah, never getting fixed. San Fran to Detroit, I think I kind of covered a little in our short fit. Goff. That was one of the I most don't know, it's, finishes. Not, it's not like garbage time Goff. It's garbage time Campbell. It does not matter how much they're down by it's like it was like uh, the oh god, who's the Rutgers coach? Shiano? Yeah. With the guys diving at the knees on the kneel down. Yep. It's like that 
but not in dickish way. It's like Campbell won't ever give up on the game. You can be down by 100. They're going to be – there's not going to be, oh, let's just run the ball. This is over. Like, they're going to be a nasty backdoor team. It's been Hawkinson is great. That might be their only weapon. Swift looked good. I mean, Goff looked good in the time of the game where they were down by 100 and it didn't matter. Although it got a little dicey there, and if you got the worst the number, you lost. Teasers were a little in doubt at some points. I got the teaser home on that one. I need the Rams to come through in the second half. Yeah. It's the only one I did of any substance. But the San Fran offense, so many different ways they look good. Yeah. Everybody, like Kittle, Kittle again is just Kelsey Light. Uh, Debo, Debo is Deboing. Yeah, uh, the Mostert injury, we'll have to check what happened there, see if that's bad, bad. But the, the backup, Elijah, he was a very, very strong weapon. Again, against a bad team, I don't want to – Blow the set portion, but they dropped 41 and didn't really have to try too much towards the end. It was the most entertaining finish of the early game, yeah. which is saying something because one game went to overtime with a 53 yard field goal. But uh, the entertaining, yeah, with the entertainment of the final two minutes in Detroit, where Detroit went into the two minutes, you know how much they were down? They were probably down 20, 24. Yeah, they were down 24 and they had the ball with the chance to tie. Uh, as we had about 30 seconds left in that game, which is insane, on those Niners half of the field. So, yeah, that was a wild ending. Uh, glad San Francisco holds on. As a reminder, San Francisco does not fly back to the Bay after this game. They go to West Virginia to West Green Virginia. for an extended week of R&R in, uh, in, in, uh, in Mountain Country. Uh, realistically, this not is going been, home. No, better than flying – Back to San Francisco back. and then back out to Philadelphia, who they play next week. We will learn a lot about if my reactions about Philadelphia are overreactions, depending on how they look in that Niners game. I'm excited. I don't, I don't, even, I don't even want to engage you on this because it, it'll take too much time and we got to get to these openers yet. But you asked me before the game about Jimmy, Jimmy G. How many yeah. games does he start this year? Yeah. And you brought a good point, like, oh, he doesn't get injured because I said 17. Sure. You're like, he doesn't get injured. I'm like, that's fair. If he gets injured, yeah, that's obviously going to happen. If he stays healthy, I think they're they're fine with what they're doing, and I like the mix-in. We mentioned it. We said he's going to get mixed in. Obviously, they did it right off the bat. I didn't see exactly how many snaps he got. I'm going to go look at that. But, uh, yeah, Verrett sucks. The Niners might be an over team with Verrett injured and the offense yeah. looking that way. We'll have to look at their, some of their totals as we go forward in the late slate. We talked about the Cleveland game enough. Like that was fun. It was great. Did we learn anything about the AFC though from that game? No, like that was about the game we thought we'd get. I didn't learn shit. The market said that there was a meaningful gap between those two teams. Yeah, we bet it. Like we learned we were right. I know. So, so we learned that the gap between those two teams is narrower than the market anticipated going into that game. The market came with us. It closed at five. So obviously we had some general agreement across the board. Um, did it feel like a fair result that KC ended up with the win there? Eh, I mean, it is what it's KC. They got the they got if the flubbed punt. If you they no, got but the, if they you let them in the game, to Tyreek. Oh, that, that's that the first time that's happened. Yeah, it's not like oh man, that's crazy. Tyreek got a seventy-five yard catch. That shit's happened. Yeah, like, but not every every third week. Usually it's not, life. It's usually not when you're defending a nine-point lead. I, he's still so fast. It just takes one misstep, and all of a sudden he's behind you. So yeah. here's a good point, too, before we move to the next one. Nick, I love how all the preseason and negative Sewell, negativity, Sewell and Chase kind of looked fine. Yeah, they were both fine. I thought so too. Should we do I double backwards hat? I completely Oh, agree. this is like uh, over the top, like we're going to arm wrestle. No, 
I mean, we're not sitting at the right angle. Miami, New England, good win for Miami, good win for the Miami defense. Tua, serviceable. Mac Jones didn't look bad. Um, the turnovers were a problem. Uh, I think Miami had one, though. It wasn't like all New England, New England two turnovers. A couple of them was a kind of a bad. Uh, yeah, rookie, rookie quarterbacks who started went 0-3 today. Yeah. And two of them were favored. Uh, so that continues to be a thing. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but rookie yeah. quarterbacks as favorites typically don't do well in week one. Um, I saw enough from Mac Jones to be confident that the Patriots team is going to be competitive this season, especially early this season as they take on lesser competition. Uh, I also did – I didn't see anything from Tua that spooked me, right? Oh. Not, nothing that he was doing was like, oh, oh this is a he hasn't taken any – step forward in a whole off season of getting healthy and learning this offense, learning the new offense, the new offense looked fine in general. I didn't have any major takeaways that it were like, Oh boy, you just should. The new lines. Don't, don't uh, give them any pub. I don't know where that. Yeah. Interesting. No, it, it'll have the new lines so we can sit here and bet. All right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. And then people in the chat are saying, yeah, it was a ski mask job. It was, it was because of the flood punt, but at the yeah. same time, anytime you leave Kansas city with the door open, if once something bad happens, like, Oh, that's over. Like you, then you have to be mistake free. You have one mistake and all of a sudden, boom, it's, it's gone. We're not that hungover. Honestly, just kind of tired voices are a little gone. Yeah. My voice <laughs> has been shot for two days. Now. Yeah. We've just so. been, you know, cigars and yelling at people. Yeah. We didn't even smoke cigars. <laughs> um, what is that? Miami Denver. Denver, 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 Denver. I had the under there. Again, I said it was – I mean, they landed on 40. It, it got close, but in the end, it was it was nice to get a couple of turnovers where we needed them. Denver actually scored more than I thought. I was happy with Denver. Teddy covers, 1-0 ATS this season. Here we go. And Denver, Denver looks uh, – Denver looks frisky. Yeah, sounds like high ankle, yeah. high ankle for Judy, not uh, not knee, which is good because yeah. that means he'll knee probably be back gone. midseason instead of next year. Yeah. Um, didn't think Sutton looked 100. Uh, percent Didn't really. I mean, really, like this. The 27 points for Denver was fluky, honestly. Um, they busted that late Melvin Gordon run, which I didn't think was. Uh, Repeatable. Yeah, <laughs> there were some other. Uh, I was going to say though. I was going to say the run game looked good. Obviously, that sort of stuff isn't going to be a big part of it, but the shit yeah. happens. Yeah, you're not the you're not the Chiefs, but it's still. I was I was impressed with Denver. Denver's getting off to a nice little start here. New York, Actually, New York well, may stink, and we. Like, said the AFC West is a is a truck. The AFC West is a truck too, man. Yeah, we haven't seen the Raiders yeah, play. Seen the Raiders play. And legitimately, they might be pretty bad. But they still like Chargers three and good teams. Chiefs are all tough. Every time anyone with those teams in their schedule is going to be. Is it a broke ankle, someone says? Is it? If it's a broken ankle, that's a bigger is problem it broken? than a high ankle. If somebody broken. can confirm I heard, that, I, I They have reported in-game that it was ankle sprain. So. But, yeah, Gordon's, well, Gordon and Williams. Yeah, sure. they, they had like 150 yards on the ground. And obviously, they were leading for big portions. You run more. But still, if you're able to do that with the lead, another kudo point in your side. Sure. This guy said, yeah, I saw it. Oh. <laughs> like, I think we might have the team doctor in the chat. I was oh, like, I don't know how close he was. Last, uh, last game. Shit. Uh, the James Winston MVP is on. MVP is on. It's on. That's that's going to be the overreaction that you hear probably is people just glossing uh, New Orleans after this win, and this was just 
We've seen this from the Packers before, even the last two seasons where they were 13-3, and where they had a game on their schedule that they utterly no-showed for. Tampa last year. Tampa last year they did it. The year before it was L.A. Chargers. You remember that game? Yeah. They went out to L.A. and they lost like 41-3 or something. They were favorite. They are favorite, yeah. yeah. And they were the wrong side today. If you bet them, I'm sorry. The market moved against you. It closed at minus three, so it told you before the game even started that you bet the wrong side. Um, and the fact that the total didn't get there was wild, too. 38 points from New Orleans, three from Green Bay. They never looked comfortable. Things never looked good there. And uh, if they have a couple other tough outings early in the season, next week, obviously, they have the Detroit Lions on Monday Night Football. Then they got the Niners. Um, if they're one and two at that point. The whole they, division's going to be a one one. Yeah. Yeah. True. I had a decent analogy indoors here before we came out. If anyone remembers the scene from Set Brothers where they are interviewing as a team and they fart in front of Seth Rogen and he's like, he's all excited about it. And then he just flips like, all right, now I like the tuxedos are fucked up. Like, I don't like, I can taste this. It was like, that was like for me with Rogers Day, like that don't give a bleep attitude. I don't know why I bleep myself there. Where he just, like, <laughs> like he's in man bunnies on people's IGs, just partying, having fun. He's like, I'm back. When he did his interviews, he had this, this bravado, this cockiness that I love. And I'm like, yeah, I love this new look Rogers. And then you see him on the bench when he's down by five touchdowns. I'm like, you just look like a homeless person now. Like, I don't like you. Anymore. Like, it has completely changed. Right? It's like, I'm, I'm just, so, I, I know he'll be fine. He'll probably be fine. They'll probably win the division. They'll get this figured out. But like, I, instant inter- overreaction to me was like, Aaron Rodgers should retire. <laughs> so obviously, he shouldn't. It was just, but I, I mean, we shouldn't just be all negative. Obviously, obviously, uh, Jameis looked good. He didn't turn the ball over. Like, five touchdowns is exciting. Kamara helps. Like, they have a good offense. But the not turning the ball over, I'll have to go back and look at maybe some PFF stuff, see if he had any, um, you know, interceptable passes or stuff. I didn't catch every pass of that game. I'd like to see if he, he made any piss poor decisions at any point. And that leads us. She, you want to do Sunday night now, and then the the lines are you want to do lines on Sunday night? Uh, Monday night. Let's talk Monday. Or Monday night. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. yeah. For Monday night, I bet we've talked Sunday. Yeah, night. I bet Baltimore. They're available with four. I don't love it anymore now. There's been a bunch of injuries, but uh, I think my angle on that game is the Baltimore defense holds the Raiders in check because they are excellent and they can generate interior pressure and bring out the worst in Derek Carr. So I think the Ravens get it done, win and cover on the back of uh, a, uh, a defensive masterpiece. You know what? I don't have a bet on that, but I will. I'm going to join you because uh, I did use it in one of my contest picks. Somebody did ask about that. I think you went two and one today. Three, three and two. Three and two. Yeah. I lost. Couple the, bad beats. Lost the Vikings. Won the Panthers. What was the Browns in the contest? Uh, six at least, right? Six five and a half, maybe. I had, I had, I had it the, wasn't five. Yeah, I had the Browns. You, you I have that. the Ravens. You got them. And I maybe had Denver. I'll double check. I might be. Th- I might be three and one going into uh, the Browns were six. Yep, I do have the Ravens, so I'm going into that. Um, yeah, quick Monday night take for me. Same thing. I'm excited for this team despite all the injuries, and I really, really do think the fun offense we saw from. Uh, the Raiders last year might take a step back and the defense as stinky as it was might even be a little worse. So if that's the case, this is going to be a team that is going to be constantly in catch up mode. Yeah. And I don't like, you know, I mean, yeah. what, what happens when you're in catch up mode, your offensive line might have issues. You're going to have, you're going to have a bad time. 
you have bad time, especially against good defenses, good defensive coordinators. So bad time there. On to week two. Thursday night football, Giants at Washington. Uh, that opened up at a 42.5 total. Washington, four-point favorites. This is a little bit of an adjustment from the look-ahead. Uh, we were not much. Giants were expected to be three-and-a-half-point dogs. Now they're four. My guess is this trend's in favor of Washington unless we get news that Fitzpatrick's absence will be extended and that this is the Heineke show, in which case the Giants are probably live and I am not betting this game, even with your worst enemy's money. Total, like, the total's probably high. You like under 42 and <laughs> yeah, like, like it's so low, but this, again, it feels like the same kind of game where it's like 17-10. It does. I might be on this under. Not, nothing, nothing for sure on that right now. That is a solid lean, though. Somebody actually, somebody actually asked about that. Short, short week. week. Short week might. Bad coaches. Bad coaches. Bad offensive, offensive game plans. Game like plans, yeah. kind of, kind of lead in. Heineke that fits probably doesn't make a big difference to me. Heineke, Heineke is. Rivera's not a bad coach, but the whole court's bad. Yeah, the guy calling plays. Like, I like Rivera. Yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. Heineke Teddy, Teddy Bridgematic. Does Heineke move the needle for you? Maybe a little less variance. Which I think might help with an under as well. Or they, you know, if he hasn't been with the ones as much, they take the ball out of his hands and run quite a bit. So again, if I can, I'm betting this under. Okay. I think I'm on it. I'm going to find the best number for the under. I think it's 42 and a half. I'm going to see which one it's available at. If you want to move on to the first of the afternoon games. Just... Well, I'm, I'm curious what they're taking Max right now on some of these. Let's see. They are, they're taking to win 2K. Well, the openers here on they, they stepped it up. People good stepped it up, you know. Good, good work, Dave. There's a 43 out there. All right, I just bet the 43 under, and I'm just going to ride Giants unders until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, there's a bunch of 43s. New Orleans. 40, 40, that's going to go your direction. That closes 42, 41. I'd like a 41. Um, uh, New Orleans and Carolina. Um New Orleans is obviously the right side there. Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, their win was a little fraudulent. So many things that Matt Rule did in that game made me want to fucking scream. I did not love the way he handled that game, and it was honestly the fact that it was as close as it was and that they only scored what they scored uh, is a joke. So realistically, the um, uh, the New Orleans is going to take money here. They're open to two and a half. That's going to three. I had a very, very tough time seeing there being meaningful Panthers money in the market for this game, considering what we just saw with the Saints and the Packers. So easy, stay away from me. Yeah, I'm done down with this. Why don't you pop to the next one because this is interesting. Houston, it's 12 Houston, point yeah, Houston won, and we didn't get that big of an adjustment because I don't think they're giving them much credit for that win, nor are they giving much of a grief to the Browns for taking a, taking a tough L there. Was it an adjustment? We I, were expecting to see 13 and a half. I want to say 12. it was 13. Yeah. I thought it was like 13. I guess we got off the key number of 13. I guess that was a small adjustment, which is fine. And it is in Cleveland. Cleveland gets to be home for this one. This is going I'm to be not, an absolute destruction. I might, yeah, I might. Like, that's the thing. You either stay away from this or you sell this to like 14 and a half and find a. So Cleveland's opponent next yeah. week is Chicago. So the likelihood that you have like a come down from losing to the Chiefs, and then you like they they're not looking ahead to something big next week because they're seven point favorites for Chicago. So I do think they probably get focused, get right, get a comfortable win here. Uh, I don't know about late in twelve this early in the season, but uh, if anything, I think this goes back to thirteen. Chicago Cincy. 
no comment at this time, but looking at Mike. I'm not taking comments at this time. <laughs> Looks like we're going to get Chicago as a fave. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I need to see Chicago play tonight. We got Pittsburgh as six-point favorites likely against the Las Vegas Raiders of Anaheim. The total in that one, 49, uh, which also seems high considering how good the Pittsburgh defense was mm -hmm. and the fact that Pittsburgh's not going to be able to run it up even against bad defenses. Uh, that total probably ticks down, especially if the Ravens D can dictate tomorrow's Monday night football game. I think that total comes down. You probably see a 47. Um, Buffalo opens up as three and a half point favorites in Miami. The total is 48. It is important to note this will be in the heat in the hot, of hot Miami heat. sun. And this will be this will be a very popular play in just the handicapping community. People saying don't overreact. We're buying low on Buffalo. Um, I know but, that's what sucks about it because I like I'm kind of in the boat of this is an easier defense to play. If you want to play Buffalo, but it's it's in Miami. It's if, it's it's a non-starter here's, right there. Here's here's what yeah, here's what I gotta tell you. If you want to play Buffalo, you better have a fiddle in the band. You got to lay three and a half this minute, right? You want to guess what the, what the look at was? Well, this one had to be six. It's three. What? So it's been adjusted in the direction of Buffalo because they are. Where, already, oh, it's in Miami. Excuse me. Okay. They're, yeah, three makes sense. they're anticipating. They're anticipating people running to the window to grab Buffalo in the bounce back spot. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And it's the difference between three and a half and four, but you still probably don't have time because this might go to five. Like, yeah. yeah, this might get steamed up. It's going to get steamed, but it's ste getting steamed beyond what we knew of sure. as fair price before we saw the week one games, mm -hmm. which is not right, in my opinion. Um, if you wanted that Buffalo, just bet like their team total or something, I think. I don't think, I don't think you lay a three and a half there. Uh, Rams, likely four point favorites against Indianapolis. Four, four and a half points. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I expected to see a three, and we're looking at four or four and a half. Let's. Yikes. Best best case what scenario. Close today, two and a half. Yeah. Are the Rams two points better than Seattle? This is, a so. this is a ticklish one because we have to see them play tonight. But the thing is, if let, let's say just we get the median the median expectation and they win by around eight to ten points, this is going one way. Like if they if they make the Bears look bad, it's just going one way. If you like the Rams, bet it now. If you like Indy, you can probably wait. I don't I don't see a reason to take Indy until it gets to like I mean it's never game seven, but like six is feasible, right? I'm gonna have some soul searching to do before betting Indianapolis this week, I think. Okay. <laughs> if it gets up to six, it's a bet. Like I'll just say that right now. I'll bet I'll bet that. I can tell you I don't right like now, the Rams all that I much. I can tell you right now at four or four and a half. Indy is the right side, but I'm, it's either Indy or pass. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia, San Francisco is a fantastically interesting one because, again, San Francisco gets their concentrated week of prep, which has borne fruit in the last two years. Fruit has been born. Meanwhile, Philly might be living a little high on the hog, having gotten such an impressive win in their debut against Atlanta as three-and-a-half-point dogs. So nice little – maybe a nice little sell high on uh, – or, or – or, counter the overreaction here on Philly and back the Niners, but uh, maybe even more interesting. Total's 48 here. 48 here. 
Should that be? Should we just bet that over right now? Did you, get a sense, did you get a sense that the um, like the Niners' defense was fine, but we saw a team with essentially no wide receivers. Yeah. Even if it's in garbage time, they, they did a little bit before that. Hawkinson kind of rolled over them at times. Philly is a better, probably a slightly better wide receiver's worst quarterback, even though he, he brings a lot more to the table with his legs. Probably same, similar quarterback. I'm putting Hurts and Goff in the same bucket. I guess. 48 and minus three implies the final score of what? Like 25, 23. 26, 23. 25 and a half. Can't score that. No. Interesting. So they're expecting San Fran to get the 27. I'm going to bet. 26, 27 against this Philly D. Well, uh, I just bet that over. Over 48? Yeah, that's going to 15. All right. I'm all right. You're right. All right. 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 Um, I'll bet the Giants under with you. And I'll bet the. Uh... I have the tiniest little fonts. It's cute. Your screen, your screen is. Awesome. All right, give me. I'll get. I'll get to the next game while you're betting. It is Denver Jacksonville minus six. Denver heads to Jacksonville. This is similar to the Miami game. Denver's going to go down there with a lot of young players. Adjusted out from one and a half to six. Jacksonville lost pretty handily as a favorite. This total is kind of low, but it should be because Denver Stevens probably puts the clamps on this team. This is one, if you like, you probably should bet it. I don't know. Do you see Jacksonville money coming in from people? Uh, Like, What's the case for somebody, a contrarian look at Jacksonville bouncing back? This is uh, a tough-looking defense. Uh, they didn't able to play the Giants. The contrarian look on how does Jacksonville? Well, the contrarian look is basically that fair price has been adjusted well past fair. Yeah, going from a rookie quarterback debuting on the road, even against a bad opponent, is still a, a bad spot. And now he's at home, and now they're going up against a team that. Uh, has its own ceiling in terms of points scored. So, and I mean, back doors live. Also, six is big. Six is big. And good point. This is something we mentioned. Six on and the, a half, this, actually. We oh, mentioned man. this on the schedule pods. Brian thinks in the chat back to back East Coast road trips. For Maybe Denver. oh yeah, something to look yes. into for you. You what they say? What they call them on Carmen San Diego? Sleuths at home. Gumshoes. You gumshoes. You gumshoes at home. Somebody figure out what Denver's doing. Follow Von Miller's IG. Figure out if he's getting on a plane and, and hanging out, hanging out, or yeah, or if they're yeah, yeah, or if they're goofing around. If they're if they're goofing around and doing a lot of travel, I kind of like that. I'm, God, am I going to bet on this? Is, this might be our. This might that. be the stinkiest bet yet. Well, we right. took Houston. Did you take Houston in the contest? Which one? I, I, t- I took Houston in one of my survivors. <laughs> because it's like, wow, that was ballsy. Well, a bunch of people were going to take uh, Jacksonville. So I said, well, somebody's going to lose. Oh, and I had wow. multiple entries. All right. Um, so, yeah, Jacksonville or nothing. Nothing right now. We'll see what this market does. Maybe if, it, if, it's, if, it's sneaks, team over. if it sneaks down to a six and I'm worried about losing the six, that might be where I bet it. New England, New York. Real Jets. quick, do the math for me on what the team total is going to be. So uh, what's the total? Uh, 44. 44. Six and a half so is the third spread. Add three to add three to 22. Sure. It's 25. Sure. And then subtract three. three. What do you got? 19. 19. 
25-19. Can they get to 20 against a good defense? At home? At home? Traveling for the second week? Yeah, Jacksonville team total is kind of a look. Jacksonville's second half team total? Yeah. Some things like that. Yeah, they can backdoor that. Yeah. Oh, the Parcells Bowl, New England, New York Jets oh, in the Meadowlands. Always a gross game. A much, 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 much easier test for New England. This is probably, uh, if this is a by low spot, probably for New England. Because the Miami defense is stiff, solid. They force some turnovers. The Jets are not. This, this has bad. like this has shutout written. But but the Jets did not give up a multitude of points today, which helps kind of drive the narrative that maybe it isn't a you know. I don't think that's the thing though. I thought the it was Panthers it was the Panthers. And, and Donald really wasn't trying to push. He was yeah. playing with. He was trying to not make a critical mistake. He did that generally. Um, I think you're. I think the Patriots probably are the side here. And three and a half is not a fun thing to go run and lay, but that's probably your right side. Uh, Minnesota, Arizona. Maybe under 42 to look. <laughs> All right. The ultimate overreactions. This is. Wow. This is. Wow. Four, three, a couple places, four. Arizona at home with a four. The total, 51. Spiking second weekend around the road. Second week in the road on the road. Secondary again, second week in the road that Arizona and Kyler Murray will face a very suspect secondary. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona team total over the yeah. over. Like however you want to play it. I'm gonna look a little deeper into this. I know there are some injuries on both sides, and I haven't caught up fully with injuries. That's what Sunday nights are for. I'm not gonna bet this yet, but God, this might just get this might get steamed. Even if like the big money's not coming up in Arizona. Like the volume money will come in in Arizona. It will. Minnesota stunk. Arizona looked good because Kyler Murray's healthy and they're passing the ball good. Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Wow. That's a big number. Atlanta, Tampa Bay is a big, big number. And Atlanta, yeah, underwhelmed in a lot of facets. You know what I look at was? Probably nine. Nine and a half. Yeah. Now it's 13. That would have been a good one to pass. <laughs> we liked Atlanta, though. I mean, obviously, they just couldn't get things done on offense. Uh, Tampa Bay defense, despite the amount of points they give up, is good. I think just Dallas is that good of an offense, has that many different weapons to try to defend, and it was a you know it was a season opener. So I am, I guess I'm I'm in on I'm in on Tampa, but not at that number. That's a lot. It's really too much. Yeah, it's too much, but a. Do you, if you wanted Atlanta, if you want to just take the points and hopefully you can wait, do you have to bet it now? Like, is this going to only go Tampa? Is this only going Atlanta's way? Like, towards it's not going to get bet out to 14. Is, that's where I'm at. No, there's probably going to be some sharp take that brings this number down. Mine's blue. But I don't think ultimately it's the right side. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. Because honestly, the problem. Uh, Who had that? I, I can also send it to this guy. Okay. Actually, no, I'll post it. I made a PDF. We made a PDF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we, we, yeah, we, we have a PDF. It's a big post. file, but I'll post uh, the PDF. So look at it. It's useful. <clears throat> um, last couple before we, we have about five minutes till kickoff, so we'll hit on Tennessee, Seattle. That is a high total as well. It should be. I'd love to see the, ten, the Seattle offense have to unleash for a full game. Tennessee's offense will be better. I... 
honestly, may, you know, the Art Smith tickets are dead. Are they? Maybe Art Smith is missing from Tennessee. Maybe that's my angle on that. Atlanta's still going to have to win some damn games, and they're starting 0-2, so that's a rough way to go. But, um, yeah, Seattle minus 3.5 was the look at-ish. 5.5-6, now up to 52.5-53. Total's high. Drew is doing team totals all by himself over there. <laughs> um, probably not a lot of interest for me in this game. If I had to bet it, this is one of those good advice from Spoon in Vegas, host of uh, what is the name of his show? Uh Lifestyle Spoons. Lifestyle Spoons. Spoon, Spoon, Spoon says a lifestyle podcast available on YouTube. He says this. He's like, these people who bet teasers late in the week should have just bet the team when they were minus six instead of teasing them when they're minus seven and a half. It's a better, it's a better play for the number. But that's that's very, very true. So this just based on the performance from Tennessee. I worry that the six trends towards a seven, although I, I don't think you'd get into a teaser zone with this. Seattle looks like a top five team. Yeah, they, they do. If this crosses seven, it would take some doing, which I'm not saying it can't, but I think it gets to seven. I, Here's I, think the Seattle, thing. I think Seattle sees some money. Here's here. the thing about Tennessee that has me convinced that they're going to continue to get their asses handed to them this season yeah. and early on. They have deteriorated offensively. And the problems that existed on defense still absolutely exist. They generated no pressure today. They had no ability to bring Kyler Murray down when he had when they had you know good coverage, uh, and the coverage in general was not great from their linebackers or their safeties and cornerbacks. So uh, it's it sucks like you're facing the same guy who's just ten years older though. Yeah, Russell with Wilson, better receivers. Russell Wilson will get it all. So he's gonna absolutely yeah, it, I'm not taking this, but if you like it, I would. I, I, I do think it does get a bet. I think you might not. If you have a, there's six flats out there, like six plus 100s. I don't know if that's available super late. Hey, so there's spendy five and a half. So if you go look, is Aaron Rodgers MVP case for sure over after today? No, like you need to see what his. I was already thinking about adjusted odds on him. Oh, okay. Because I mean, think about where certain quarterbacks who've won the MVP have been after week one. All right, couple minutes left. Last couple of minutes, really good shape. Yeah, but it, it, Kyler, excuse me, Russ last year, he had a one. Uh, Dallas Chargers, Dallas is giving up three in LA indoors, total 52. Um, over. Let's just bet that over. Over. That should, that should close 54. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's no doubt about it in my mind. No diggity. No doubt. Um, that's a bet. We're on Dallas over 52. So we played three totals. Dallas and the Chargers no over 52. No sides so far. Casey, Baltimore. I want to wait on Baltimore before we get too deep into this. It is open some places, I'm guessing. Casey minus two and a half, 55 and a half. And then, of course, next week, Monday night, Detroit, Green Bay, Detroit. <laughs> Green Bay get right money, I guess. You have Baltimore. Because you have the, the free play, and he goes, I, like I guess that. so. Gotta use that free, you gotta hit the free play slider. Make sure you're using that. So, um, yeah, kick off in like a minute. The recap on the bet should be on the bottom of the screen. If you can see that, I will read it though, just in case somebody is watching on a very small Blackberry and they can't see. New York Giants, Washington football team under 42 and a half, 43. Uh, for me, both I think you took a little too, and then both of us took the San Fran over 48 and the Dallas over 48. 
over 52, excuse me, just totals for now. Um, somebody reached out to a Denver media contact. No definitive word on Denver travel fans. You know, thanks for checking those. Yeah. Uh, question we didn't mention uh, Sunday Night Football next week is Chiefs Ravens. I, I glossed over it because yeah, we didn't see the Ravens what, play. What would you expect there? If the Ravens play very well, I'd expect the same line we have. Okay. Chiefs but, I mean, it, it's, if they both do what's expected of them, win somewhere around the spread, the line should remain the same unless there's a major injury. If you want Chiefs help earlier in the week, do you need to get to before it is three? Monday? Tuesday? Does two, does two and a half make it to Wednesday? The two and a half should get gobbled up, right? Unless there's a lot of love for Baltimore. I would think so. It's still the Chiefs. Like the money's gonna come in out of them. So yeah, if you like if you like it, the two and a half sign the last. I think you're right in what you said there. Okay. All right. Good deal. Well, man, we might see a 55 total there, huh? 55 and a half. Wow. Yeah, how about that? Upside down. Okay. And uh, JC in the chat says gone by Tuesday. That's probably right. Like yeah, even at, even at lower limits, it's going to get hit enough. Like If they're getting a bunch of lower limit bets, there's no reason for them to keep it there on Wednesday when it can get smashed at two and a half with the big yeah. money. So may as well hit it at two and a half. And yeah, three, three, it might get to three and a half. Do you think there's any chance we see Dallas money and we get chargers at two and a half? Could be Dallas. People like Dallas. I end up double dipping in that game, which I hate, but I think that's the right look. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think, uh, you know what? I think once, we did uh, good. Once the market, absor- we think pretty likely or certain that Verrett is out at sec- in the secondary for Niners. He's out. Like he's, so that, he's best. That 48 is going to go up. That number is going to go up. Late Rider, Raiders are live, he says. I don't know. There's a lot of people that really think the Raiders are going to win out, right? Because it's in Vegas. And honestly, you want a little intel? One of our friends who's staying at the Paris says the Raider Ravens have been at the Paris for like, for like three days, days, which is yeah. insane. I don't know about three days, but he saw them on Saturday night. Yeah. So they were there Saturday night to Sunday night. They're playing Monday night. So they had an extra couple of days on the strip uh, hanging out. Paris is a nice joint. They have a good Italian place. Yeah. That's um, true. Let me see what Tim put. Somebody asked about first touchdown scorers. Tim is on Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and Deshaun Jackson. I'm just going to give out uh, 14 to 1. Plus seven fifty, plus eleven fifty, plus seventeen. Robinson, Cobb, Higby, Jackson, Deshaun Jackson ones are fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Michelle Tafoya showing rare cleavage. Trap. Trap. I, I love Michelle. Though. She's you say tra- oh trip. Trip. Oh, I thought he's you said a trip. It's a trap. It's a, it's trap. a trap. I got sprinkles. So good. Yeah. Good luck to everyone with their bets tonight. Yeah. I just hope the Bears stink. I'd love to see even if that. Even though I have a teaser like against them, I'd love to see some Justin Fields in the second half. Hopefully it's due to a blowout, and Nagy says, let's give this kid some time. Thanks to everybody who joined us in the chat. You guys are great, throwing stuff back at us, making us think about some of the dumb things you say. And, yeah, we'll catch you. It's hot out here. I don't know if I'm going to do another one outside. Oh, we'll have to do it from the pool. I literally, we might do the next one from in the pool because it has been warm out here. So we'll see you at halftime. We'll do a halftime show, and uh, we'll get there. Yeah.